Welcome to the Voice Over Work podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services. On the podcast today, we'll take a little deeper look into a book introduced in a previous podcast with a chapter-by-chapter look at... Chapter 1. Accelerate Your Expertise The concept of expertise is something of a moving target in our modern age. Many people only want to grant the title of expert to someone who's earned a doctorate in a certain subject, with everyone else needing to defer. Others assert that expertise is the opposite of academic knowledge and instead comes from first-hand experience, so-called street smarts. Luckily for us, the reality is far different. Expertise can be granted, earned, or bestowed in any number of ways, which is a relief for most of us. But however we define expertise, it's clear that we all desire it. We know it's something that has the power to command respect and attention. We think that if we have enough of the right kind of expertise, it can change our lives and make us rich. This leads us to sometimes think that if we don't have expertise in something useful, our lives will be meaningless and empty, and so on. It can bring us to our highest highs and lowest lows. Regardless of whether or not this is true, the importance of having an expertise or two can certainly move you forward in life in tangible ways. Let's break down what expertise is for the purposes of this book. Expertise can generally be defined as the mastery over a certain field, skill, or topic. A bartender is an expert on alcoholic drinks and small talk with customers, while a pianist is an expert on musical rhythm and hand-eye coordination. A construction worker is an expert in working with power tools and estimating amounts of lumber and cement. It doesn't matter if people have acquired their expertise intentionally or as a byproduct, their skills help all the same. You may not yet be an expert on what you want, but that's what this book is for. It's to take you from point A to point B, where point A is the initial awareness of an intriguing topic, and point B is a level of mastery that outpaces that. Chapter 2. How to Find, Intake, and Understand Info Better and Faster The first step in developing expertise always involves information. You're either searching for it, obtaining it, synthesizing it, or using it. Information is the currency of expertise. Fortunately, we live in times when information is almost ridiculously easy to find, thanks to the Internet. This ends up being a double-edged sword, however, as you'll inevitably find it difficult to discern what really matters in your quest for expertise. Instead of devoting your time to learning, the quest sometimes becomes identifying what's important. You have to find that information among all the useless data that you don't need. Imagine a detective looking for clues to a crime that happened in the middle of a small town, but using crime data for the entire country to get to the bottom of it. It would be a fruitless pursuit. But it's not enough to just have a wealth of information at your disposal. To be of value, information has to be processed, analyzed, and fully comprehended. Just as learning a new skill takes repeated practice, taking in new knowledge requires exercising your mind. This chapter will guide you through the practice of gathering and handling information. From knowing absolutely nothing to becoming an educated expert, it's about how to deal with the most valuable resource experts can possess. Not only will be able to process information more skillfully, you'll also do so more swiftly, 
and efficiently. That's where we start with the first section. The research process from A to Z. The first step in building expertise in anything is research. The step-by-step process of reading and analyzing materials relevant to your chosen field of interest. But before we can... Chapter 3. Unlimited Memory. This is the chapter that some of you might have bought this book for. Memory is one of the most important parts of learning, because that's what we want most of the time. To memorize a lot of information so we can use it for some sort of test or evaluation. Even though modern society is electronically connected to information like never before, having a good memory is still vital to anybody looking to build their expertise. Superior memory is a common trait that most established experts possess. Recalling important facts, narratives, and data helps your ability to learn new information. You don't have to stop midstream and look up details you've forgotten. Memory is a skill in which some are better than others. There are even memory competitions across the world. But there are proven methods and practices that can dramatically help you improve yours. All learning takes place in the brain, and it involves real changes to our brain's physical structure. If memory is a storage system that exists within specific neural pathways, then learning is about changing neural pathways to adapt one's behavior and thinking to the emergence of new information. Memory and learning depend on each other because the goal of learning is to assimilate new knowledge into memory, and memory is useless without the ability to learn more. Thus, it's time to devote a lesson to how to memorize more effectively and retain more information that you may only have seen once. People will wonder how you're doing it because it will seem like you have a superpower. All you're doing is understanding how memory works and taking advantage of it. First, let's take a quick tour of your memory to see how it works and stores information. That way, everything we're doing can make sense in the grand scheme of our brain. Chapter 4. Paths for Gaining Expertise Achieving a level of expertise isn't something for which there's an established sequence of events or plan. It's the end destination, and there are many pathways and examples you can use to become an expert. This chapter describes some of the best ways to engage and challenge yourself, as well as strategically use your time. The models we're going to discuss have different focuses and methods, but they all serve the same end getting you into that rarefied, exclusive 1% of people in a certain discipline who know or do the most. Then remember, you don't have to employ all these models, and you shouldn't. You only need to choose one. In fact, you should get into the habit of choosing one and just going with it, instead of letting analysis paralysis hold you back. For example, let's say there are two friends who both became experts in astrology. One obtained their expertise by following the actions and study path of a role model, a well-known astrologist whose work is easily studied and traced. The other poured through a series of books and charted their course through mind maps. These ways of getting expertise are structurally different, but they're both valid directions to take. Neither is wrong, and the best path for you is the one that works for you. Follow the Leader Consciously or not, all of us likely have a role model we've admired and respected in a certain field. A great way to start building expertise, therefore, 
is to follow the direction of what's more generally called an exemplar, a person in a given discipline who stands as a role model for you to aspire to and learn from. Emulating the thought process, activities, and results of an exemplar helps on several levels we've discussed so far in this book. Understanding the landscape of the subject area, filling in knowledge gaps. Number 5. Mindset of the Expert Expertise is about knowledge, learning, and understanding. At least, that's what you're seeking tactics to improve on. But there are some perspectives and mindsets you should attempt to absorb to maximize and focus your efforts. Actions begin with thoughts, and we should ensure that we have the proper and most productive thoughts to aid in the long process to expertise. A mindset is the mental attitude you have toward learning and gaining expertise, and this chapter contains some particularly useful thought patterns that all top-level experts possess. The first mindset to embody is the mindset of realistic expectations. Realistic Expectations Expertise, despite the methods in this book to speed up its acquisition, is not a short path. It's not an easy path either. Depending on what you choose to seek expertise in, it may take years. Put simply, if you don't understand that it can be a marathon, you won't make it very far. We need to set realistic expectations of our own skills and talents and how they translate into gaining expertise, and ourselves, how quickly we can progress and advance, and simply how things will turn out in the future. Most of the time, our expectations are too optimistic. We have an ideal picture of what we want to accomplish, usually based on seeing a perfect example of it made by someone else. Bob finished that path in just three months, so that means I can too, notwithstanding the fact that Bob has five years of relevant experience that I do not. Even though we realistically know that years of practice and work went into Bob's example, if we try to make it just once and fall short, we can sometimes feel defeated. It doesn't make a whole lot of Chapter 6. Expertise Rears Its Head Becoming an expert is a little more abstract in nature than building a skill. Any how-to book for developing knowledge, such as this handy guide, probably won't have instructions as explicit as, say, a car repair manual. Sometimes with expertise, it's not one thing that you can necessarily point out. It's a feeling of confidence and mastery when you're thrust into certain situations. That's why we're taking a deeper look into the various ways expertise rears its head in this chapter. First, we'll begin with analyzing two specific domains and how they can assist with expertise. Each of these fields has two important lessons, each, that we've yet to dive into. Combined with what we've talked about thus far, hopefully you'll be able to make your expertise building more methodical and efficient so you never have to question yourself. After that, we'll talk about two underrated uses of expertise and how they can make life easier for you, or perhaps more difficult for your rivals. In all these instances, we can see that expertise rears its head in unexpected and surprising ways at times. Learning a Language As we mentioned in an earlier chapter, learning to speak a foreign language puts an adult back into an elementary phase of learning. You have to contend with words and possibly letters that mean nothing to you at first. This is especially difficult since we don't have all the time in the world to learn this language, 
unlike the native tongue we've been working on since birth. Ways to make learning a new language more effective and less time-consuming are always welcome. There are two strategies for learning a new language that can be applied to your chosen area of expertise. The 80-20 rule and understanding the basic landscape before specifics. These concepts... Please be sure to visit Amazon.com or Audible.com for more information on this book and the author. Show notes and further information can be found at RussellEricNewton.com. With a collection of trivia, research, news stories, and knowledge from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Over Work Podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.